0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of A Guide to Surviving IB. This is an introduction to myself as a host, the basics of IB, and the learner profile. So my name is Amelia. I'm an IB student. That's Amelia with an E. Um, yeah, there's not much about me. I'm sure I'll find... I love talking about myself, so I'm sure I'll find stuff to talk about throughout this. But mainly, I want to do this because... Being an IB student myself, I was unsure of everything. I still am unsure of everything between picking a sixth subject, how to navigate IAs, learning the alphabet soup that is IB, and more importantly, learning how to spell International Baccalaureate. That has taken me much longer than any IA has ever taken me. But I'd just like to share some of my knowledge and hopefully later on invite some people, um, either other fellow IB students or IB educators to come in and talk about their experience and any tips they have. So the basics of IB, I'm not going to bore you with the whole statistics of like it's in English, French, and Spanish and however many countries, it's a lot of, lot of countries that's in. Swedish, no, Switz, Swit, from Switzerland? As you can tell, <laughs> I'm a star IB student. I know so much about the program. Um, anyways, I'm not going to bore you with that, but the basics of IB, um, I'm thinking of doing an episode on the alphabet too, but I'll give you the overall main ones I'll probably be using today. IA, internal assessment. Um... I mentioned that already. It's basically like your big end of year project. Uh, not necessarily end of year because, as you know, or as you may not know, a lot of IB classes are two years. Um, CAS. CAS project, CAS hours, so they're technically not ours anymore. CAS is creativity. Is it community or creativity? Oh shoot! Why do I not know this? Uh, what does CAS stand for? IP? Jeez. Mean, yeah. As you can tell. Oh, creativity, activity, and service. Uh, yeah, I've logged. I've logged some stuff into Manage Back. That's the program that most schools, my school at least, uses for for logging hours or it's not ours anymore It's kind of frustrating but whatever it's neither here nor there actually it is here and there I feel like ours is so much easier because then you have like okay I'll do x amount of hours I'll get these done over the summer when I'm not in school and I know how much of my time I have to do or not have to sorry how much of my time I'd love to donate to my community it's a bit more difficult now well, that's not ours um and you have to do like projects and pray to the genies that your IB counselor says that it's right or the IB program itself uh oh right alphabet soup more on that obviously IB international baccalaureate the basics of IB once again I'm not gonna bore you with like the oh this is how many HL SL classes you have to take so on and so forth but I want to talk about the basics of the culture of the program because I feel like that's the most important thing for anyone who's looking into being in the program and anyone who's starting to navigate throughout the program. So I'd say that the culture is very academic, obviously, but not in the sense that it's how do I how do I phrase this? So the biggest thing in IB is critical thinking. I'll probably make a whole episode on this because I could talk about this forever. Uh, Critical thinking, thinking outside the box, whatever you want to call it, it's just a deeper level of analysis. And that's applied to every subject, not just when you're analyzing books for English class and you really need to get into the meaning of the green light in Gatsby, but even to the extent of... Uh, as you can tell, very, very analytical person. But my point is, there's a lot of critical thinking to be done, especially in theory of knowledge, one of the required courses for your diploma. And I'd say, so I'm not a traditional IB student in a sense that I'm not exactly what you would picture. Um, I do love the program, though I'll complain about it endlessly. I thoroughly enjoy my peers and my teachers. I think they're mostly (laughs) great people to be around. Um, But the point is, an IB student can look like anything. Not all international baccalaureate, diploma, soon to acquire diploma students are total nerds. I promise you that most of us have friends, keyword most, Most of us have friends, a lot of which are not in the IB program, though there's a stereotype that IB kids stick to their own, and it's a valid stereotype. I mean, you know, who else can share this experience with you other than fellow IB students? Who else can complain with you about the IA or whatever physics or math test you're going to take or losing your off period to theory of knowledge? I think that IB students really come in every way, shape, and form. I think that it's not exclusively nerdy kids who are super academically focused and they hide in the rooms all day studying. I go out with friends. <laughs> that did not sound convincing. Oh gosh. Um, I do go out with friends. I have a fair amount of friends. I I love being around them. We go out to lunch almost every day. Um, the weekends, I try to spend with my friends as often as possible. The point is, don't be deterred from the IB program because you don't feel like you're a total nerd. <laughs> That's my point here. I, I've i always been in higher level classes. I was in the Gifted and Talented program I before I entered the two years of official IB, I was in pre-IB my sophomore and freshman year, and it was, while there were some required IB classes, the other ones weren't. For example, I was in AP um, Human Geography my freshman year. That was a really interesting class because, as you may know, IB is all-consuming surround sound international baccalaureate program you're either all in or you're not in at all right Um, but with AP classes or honors classes you get to cherry pick for which subjects suit you the most and it was interesting to see different students in the honors and AP classes when I was in those all of them felt that they belonged there and that was great But the point is they only felt that they belonged in that certain AP or honors class or maybe a handful of AP and honors classes. The point of IB is that you belong. You unconditionally belong. You belong to this group. I think that my IB graduating class is about, geez, 70 students. You belong to this group. You belong to this community. And not only do you belong to this smaller community within your own school but you belong to this overall international community it's it opens a lot of doors I can't stress the importance of being an IB but only if it's right for you but once again that's not to say that IB is only right for you if you are totally okay losing your weekends um (laughs) what's funny is When I was originally applying for IB as an 8th grader, my teacher said you're going to have to sacrifice one of these three things. Sleeping, studying, social life. And that was a total lie. Um, I can assure you that I have all three. Maybe not as much sleep as I'd like, but that has nothing to do with IB and more to do with the fact that I watch too much Netflix. Um, It's possible to have a well-balanced life in IB, But if you don't have a well-balanced life outside of IB, don't think that joining this program is going to magically fix it. But I don't, I really don't want to deter anyone. One of the things that I really, really dislike is when underclassmen like freshmen or sophomores go up to juniors and seniors who are in IB and try to talk to them about it. And they tell them, it's the worst two years of my life. What are you doing? (laughs) Like, our community is small enough. We don't need to, you know, don't be so... A latest exclusive about it. Like, oh, I just, I don't know if it's cut out for you. IB is not made for everyone, but there are certain qualities that if you feel that you identify with these, you belong in IB. And that's part of the learner profile. The learner profile is not only to make sure that it is, that you're a well-rounded student, but that you truly belong. These are one, two, three, four, ten, ten attributes uh, that all IB learners should have. The official statement from International Baccalaureate TM says, The aim of all IB programs is to develop internationally minded people who, recognizing their common humanity and shared guardianship of the planet, help to create a better and more peaceful world. Or... These are 10 important things that everyone should have, especially Ivy Kato's. So inquires. I'm not gonna go through and read like the mini uh, the mini description for each of these because it's not worth it, but I'll give you my own my own hot take on it. inquires. it's exactly what it sounds like. You're curious, you want to learn, you love learning, and not in a formal environment where you're sitting at a desk and you're taking notes for however long your class period is, but learning in the sense that you want to learn from others and you want to learn from life. Going on, there is being open-minded. This is such a big thing in IB, to be open-minded, not only because you need to be open-minded to deal with some of the people and some of your teachers, I say that with a lot of love, but also because Open-mindedness is, in my opinion, the most important quality that anyone can have as a human being. More so, the more important anyone can have as a learner, as a student of IB, and more importantly, a student of life. Just, don't be, don't be a crappy person. I'm trying to keep this really PG, so that's why I'm saying crappy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just be willing to accept everyone in all walks of life. Next is knowledgeable. And this is not knowledgeable in the sense that you come to class or you come to whatever environment prepared with like, note cards, you know, everything you are a human encyclopedia. Though, there are a lot of people in your classes who will be like human encyclopedias. There's this one kid. (laughs) That sounds mean. There's this one lovely young man in a handful of my classes, I've known him since eighth grade, he, um, what, what do I call him? All right, we're going to call this kid Ushanka. And if you don't know what that is, that's the traditional Russian fur hat. And the reason for this is <laughs> in eighth grade, when I first met him, he was going through a bit of a phase where he was really into the USSR. Not like current time Russia, Vladimir Putin, we might be going to war with them, but actual Soviet Union, USSR, uh, Beatles song and everything, right? And so he used to wear this to school. Um, anyways, he's a, he's a really smart kid. I'll give him that. He's really smart, not super socially adjusted, but um, you know, what IB kid is like really a hundred percent socially adjusted. I'm the exception, not the rule. <laughs> that sounds so cocky of me to say. Um, but realistically, a lot of IB kids that you get to know throughout your experience in the program aren't going to be like most people that you meet in life. And I'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, super knowledgeable kid. He, ask him a question about anything especially World War II related. Uh, I don't know how how active you all are on social media, but maybe you're familiar with the stereotype of the World War II kid. This is good old Shanka here. World War II kid through and through. The point is, you don't have to be knowledgeable like that. Knowledgeable is more so, you have a conceptual understanding. You can do critical thinking, and that goes into the next one, thinkers, about critical thinking and being able to analyze. Uh, More importantly, being able to make reasonable decisions. And I'm not going to, in the description it says ethical decisions, but that's, there's no rubric for ethics, right? I mean, what may be ethical to me isn't ethical to the next person, whatever. So I'm going to leave that bit out and I feel like it's not as relevant as some other things. More on the Ivy Learner profile is risk takers. All right. My history of the Americas or HOA teacher. He's great guy. Great guy. (laughs) I feel like a suburban dad when I say stuff like that. Great guy. Great guy. Love him. Love him. Um, no, he's, he's a genuine, genuinely amazing educator don't get me wrong the workload in that class is through the roof but i do feel like i'll be thoroughly prepared for my test um i'm really hoping to actually get him on the podcast i'd love to hear his input on some stuff he's yeah he has such like nurturing vibes i don't know how to put this without sounding like super creepy but he has really dad vibes he, he doesn't have any children, um, aside from his students. He actually has horses. He's a vegetarian. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you everything about him. Hopefully, I'll save some stuff for if I ever get him on, on the podcast, but he's a great guy. Point is, uh, when we're reading stuff from the board, he gives us Jolly Ranchers, and he says, who's gonna be a risk taker? And I feel like that actually embodies a lot of things. It's about Being able to approach things, no matter your degree of uncertainty, and just being open. Open to taking that risk, open to taking that leap of faith, whatever you want to call it. It's just about being resourceful. You're going to be in a lot of situations in the IB program where you're going to have to take a major risk. And that's going to happen anywhere in life. But with IB, I feel that the gravity of these risks might feel different than um, other other types of situations with other types of programs. Next is communicators. This is see the thing that I don't love here is that it says we we express ourselves confidently. Me most I B kids, they're not confident in the traditional sense of being socially confident, like being able to stand up in front of a class and give a presentation about something IB-related. I don't know. <laughs> but I think that this is communicators more so in the sense that you're able to express your the critical thinking that we talked about earlier when it comes to being uh, knowledgeable and being thinkers. That's, that's my take on what a, being a communicator in the IB profile means. Caring. Caring is exactly what it sounds like (laughs) I feel like I don't really need to go into that but just being compassionate being respectful being committed to helping others but not at one of the most important things that I feel IB students really need to be reminded of you need to help others but not at the expense of it hurting yourself right yes we should be giving we should be compassionate we should try to help as many people as we can but not at the expense of yourself and i think that that if there's one big takeaway that i could give to any current ib or future ib students is don't do anything at the expense of your own mental health there have been so many ib kids former ib kids that i know that dropped because they couldn't take it mentally And I think that that shows the most out of the IB learner profile than any other IB student does to be able to know where your limits are, to be able to know, you know what, I have to tap out. I can't do this. And that's okay. You don't always have to be at 100%. In fact, you don't even have to be at like 50% half the time because sometimes you can't give that much. But that's why you have a support system like friends, educators, family, you have a support system that can donate some of what they're giving to you. I don't know if you guys have ever read the Fill Your Bucket book, maybe when you were in elementary school. But the concept is that everyone walks around with a bucket. And the bucket is filled with happiness. And bullies or just unkind people will tip your bucket so that some happiness pours out. And... Loving, giving people will take some of their own happiness from their bucket and put into yours. And one of the big things of that book was, How do you fill other people's buckets? And I don't think that we fill other people's buckets by emptying our own. I think that buckets don't have to be full all the way. You don't have to be 100% happy. You don't have to be 100% anything other than 100% yourself. That's such a TOK thing for me to say, TOK being Theory of Knowledge. Um, I'm gonna tell my TOK teacher's gonna be so proud of me. Um, <laughs> moving on is principled, being principled. I this is this is one part of the IB learner profile that I don't don't excel in. Well, not in the not in the traditional sense. It says that to act with integrity and honesty, with a strong sense of fairness and justice. I like to believe that I'm like that, but principled in the sense of like having really strong, ooh, how do I phrase this? Not strong morals, but having your priorities really in order. I can honestly say that there's a lot of times that I know that the right choice was to study for a physics test and I said, no, no, I don't think I'm going to and went off to hang out with friends. That's not, you know, ideal. And that actually goes into the next trait of being balanced. And I think that being balanced and being principled goes hand in hand. That's just understanding the importance of juggling IB with other things. And I actually don't like the phrase juggling. Because juggling implies that you have to, you know, keep your hands busy. You have to be constantly moving to keep everything in order i don't think that's true i think that a better analogy would be i don't know there was something that we did in my elementary school where we had this one guy this popular artist um who would stack rocks but not in like the way that you did when you were in kindergarten tried to make tall rock towers but in the sense that, like, it would be, if it was like a thin rock, balance it on the, you know, the, the hard to stand upside. I think that life in, or IB life, in terms of being balanced, is more like that. Where there's going to be some rocks that aren't smooth enough to fit into your pile. And that's Okay. Because you know what you're not going to do? You're not going to take a piece of sandpaper. You're not going to sand that rock down until it fits. You're going to say, shoot, man, this doesn't fit into my rock pile. And that's okay. There's other rocks that do. There's other rocks that are smoother. There's other rocks that just fit better. And I think that that's what being balanced as an IB student means. My personal favorite one that I, I could talk about this one forever is being reflective. I'll actually read the description for this one and tell you where my... Take on It Differs, says we thoughtfully consider the world and our own ideas and experience. We work to understand our strengths and weaknesses in order to support our learning and personal development. It's not wrong, because, I mean, they, they wrote this themselves, obviously, but there's some parts that need to be emphasized more. I think that we thoughtfully consider blah, 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 our own experience. If you cut out the middle part and just go with, we thoughtfully consider our own experience. That is what I think being reflective as an IB learner truly means. Reflect on yourself. Reflect on your experiences. Reflect on anything that's made you to be the person, the IB learner or future IB learner that you are today. Because that's what's going to get you through being an IB. Knowing yourself. I don't... You don't have to know everything about yourself. You don't have to know things like what you're going to be doing in the next five years. You don't need to know things like that. But you need to know what is best for yourself. And sometimes that isn't a choice that we can easily make on our own. Sometimes that choice requires a lot more than... Then we know how to do. And in that situation, I suggest turning to, you know, your support system or your sources of strength. That's a current program that's going on in my school. And I actually like it a lot and I wish that we had incorporated more with IB. Your sources of strength, I can't, I don't know what they are off the top of my head. Um, as you can tell, I have a lot of school spirit. But the sources of strength is just... Different points in your life in which you find courage, not necessarily courage, actually, but different points in your life where you find support. For some people, that's religion or spirituality. For others, that's your friends, that's your family. Maybe support comes in the form of a good book or a super good podcast. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, (laughs) for me, that comes mainly for my friends and actually a lot through music. I love, love, love music. Um, I love, I love being able to connect with something. That's what means a lot to me. To be able to say, I identify with this. And I think that that's applicable to a lot of IB students. To be able to, I think that's why the IB community is so close-knit. Because you can see another person and say, I identify with that. I identify with their situation. I identify with how they're feeling. And being an IB learner is not only being able to identify with pieces of literature or, you know, different materials that you're given in class, or not even just being able to identify with your peers, but being able to identify with people that... Not not even people actually being able to identify with different aspects of cultures of life of learning. That's that's my hot take on the <laughs> Ivy learner profile. Got a little bit too okay there at the end. And now it's time for what I I'm really looking forward to. And that is reading a TOK journal entry. (laughs) So for my TOK class, my theory of knowledge class, we have journal entries that we do every day in class and every day that we're outside of class. So for the in-class ones, we're typically given a prompt and we answer that. For the out-of-class ones, sometimes we're given a prompt. Sometimes we just reflect on uh, the previous class or um, just something that like you've been thinking about. So, my entry for today, my question that I posed for myself, which is something that I kind of we talked about very lightly in class, and I've been asking my friends about it is time linear? And you're thinking, oh my genies, literally, okay, that's like way too deep, but <laughs> it's, or maybe you don't think it's deep at all. Maybe you think, yeah, obviously time is linear, it's called timeline. Um so here is what I said that I've been thinking about this a lot because I've always really been fascinated with the idea of reincarnation super super fascinated um so my <laughs> my original answer started off as a joke that I just came up with when I was trying to explain it to my best friend's little sister when we were driving home um and but the more I've thought about it the more it makes a lot of sense so here's, here's what I'm envisioning. Time is like the Olympic rings. Each ring being a circle of life, a continuous circle. But to move on from one ring to the next, your soul, your being, or whatever you want to call it, your heart, you know, whatever word identifies the most with you, has to have mastered an important quality of living. For example, kindness, forgiveness, etc. Once you've gotten to the point where you've mastered all the rings, very like, you know, Thanos and then Fendi Stones. Shout out to my pop culture reference. See, IB kids are normal. (laughs) Your soul gets to move on, whether it be to some sort of like higher plane, if you want to call it heaven, whatever you want to call it, where you're reunited with your family and anyone who's ever passed, or my personal favorite, where your soul just gets to rest, whatever that may mean. After however many rotations was necessary for the mastery of certain quality of being human, Your soul may finally be at peace. But I do understand that a lot of people really like the idea of being reunited with family members. So ideally, it's some sort of choice. Because at the end of the day, choice is the most important part of our life. Our choices not only make us, but they define us as well. As for the circles of life, one of them is definitely love. And this is the part that I'll leave you guys with love is the reason, the answer, and the question. Self-love for one another, the ability to share and have love, is the most important quality anyone can master. Thank you for listening to the first episode of A Guide to Surviving IB. Um, I'll catch you all next time.